it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Here we are again. Thanks for joining us right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, and I'm your host of Sales with Sully. Every single week, we take some of the your questions, some of your comments, things that you want to know about that you have given to me on Twitter, at Sales with Sully, and we put those together in a show, and we answer those questions for you, hoping and praying that each and every week we make you better at your chosen profession of being a professional sales and marketing person. So I take my 30 years of experience and hopefully pass some of that on to you, giving you that extra little bit of motivation and answering some of the questions that you have. I really appreciate your interaction on Twitter. It is one of those uh, things where every day I look forward to seeing some of the comments and some of the direct messages that you guys send me. And I love putting together shows based on the questions that you ask. If you have been following along in the last few weeks, which I hope you have, you know that just about six weeks ago, we put together a two-week program where we broke down the sales cycle. We actually pulled it apart and said, what are the big, huge buckets of a sales cycle? And how do we actually you know, modify those? How do we get those to, to look like you know, what they should be today? Maybe they got a little dusty. Maybe it's time to brush a little of the dust off. Maybe it's time to get out the wart medicine because they're starting to get a little warts, you know, a few warts on them. So we get that sales cycle all brushed off and we called that breaking it down. And now we're starting a new series that's going to be in six parts. We have been doing it now. This is going to be episode four and episode four of the series that we are calling Now That You Know. Now that you know what is wrong with your sales cycle, how are you going to fix it? What are the things you're going to do that are going to make a difference tomorrow for you to be a better sales professional, to make more money, to close more deals? That's what we are doing. I have had some tremendous feedback on Twitter, and I really appreciate that. Keep those uh, tweets coming at Sales with Sully on Twitter. And of course, you can always go to inspirednewsradio.com. There's a form there you can fill out. That information gets forwarded to me. The folks over at INR do a fantastic job of making sure those questions get sent off to the right right show host. And we really appreciate those folks at INR. Here we are today talking about the part four of our series of Now That You Know. And the topic today is marketing, tactical versus strategic. What are we talking about, Scott? You're crazy. You've lost your mind. It's all marketing. Yes, it is. It's all marketing. But today we're going to talk about maybe topics that you have not heard or that you probably inherently know, but you've just never had a label on it. I'm going to be talking today about the difference between a tactical marketing campaign and a strategic marketing campaign. And I'm going to give you the definitions right now in a big, huge, giant brush in this big, broad strokes. 
Tactical marketing is anything, and I do mean anything, that facilitates or helps you move a sales process or a step in the sales process one step closer to actually getting a close or doing customer service or any of those things. That is tactical marketing. And we're going to get into some details around that. So that makes strategic marketing what? Well, strategic marketing is anything to do with brand, brand awareness, uh, content, anything that happens where. Uh, it, so here's here's the difference. Let me let me just lay it out for you in a little bit of a difference. If you are promoting the General Motors brand, if you are actually out there and you're putting out some information or marketing that talks about the General Motors brand, or even one of the subcategories of General Motors, which is a make or model of a particular uh, car, you know, some one of the General Motors, the Chevy, you know, it's a Chevrolet, which is a General Motors product, and the Chevrolet Cruze, you know, the the Chevy Cruze. Uh, you know, four door sedan, two door sedan, all of those other things. That that's that is the strategic marketing. You are out there every day trying to convince people that Chevrolet is better than Ford, Chevrolet is better than Honda, and all the other brands out there. You're giving a brand awareness. When somebody sees that logo, then you know exactly what that logo means. There was a quiz that was going around the internet a few weeks ago, which I thought was very interesting. They took the logos only, took all the words and all the text off of all the logos, and it put a hundred logos up and see how many that you could name. And if you, you know, you could name it 90, then you were a marketing expert. If you could name 50, you probably didn't have it on a television, those kind of things. So uh, these were all, you know, very, very well-known brands, you know, brands like the, the Coca-Cola brand or the shape of the bottle the shape of the bottle is actually part of the strategy behind you know coca-cola the same as you know the 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 interlocking rings of an audi uh you know model of car and everybody looks at that and they go okay what does that mean well it's it's a branding exercise to get customers and prospects to know that when they see that that there is something associated with that particular brand so if I you know mention a brand to you, there's probably an emotion that's invoked automatically. Is that as soon as you you know think of that brand, there's probably something that comes to mind. You know, quality or maybe you had a bad experience in the past, and it and it's a negative you know reference or it's a negative feeling or emotion. Those are the types of things that are what we call strategic marketing. And we're not going to be d- spending any more time on that today because traditionally what happens is that if you go to your marketing department and you say, you know, I need some help with uh, some marketing, that's the type of marketing that they're responsible for. They want to make sure that you're getting brand awareness, The, you know, make sure that the people uh, out in the world understand, you know, what their, what the message is, what, what do we stand for, what do we believe in, you know, what are the things that, that make, you know, customers want to buy from us because they align 
align with our values and all of those other things that you know come along with that but today we're going to be talking about the tactical side now let's take the same you know chevy chevy cruise you know you have to go into the dealership and a guy walks up and says you know hey look at this thing right here you know this is a great chevy cruise let's let's put you in this thing today get in there let's go for a test drive and if you start saying well does it come with you know heated seats and you know intermittent wipers and how does the my daughter's car seat actually clip into the back and do i need a special type of seat belt to hold it and all of those things those become tactical marketing because they actually help answer a question the customer is there because his his uh, belief system has said Chevy makes a good product, so we're going to go look at a Chevy. Now the tactical marketing takes over. Does it come in blue? Does it come in red? Does it come in bright yellow? Whatever it is that comes along with that, those data sheets or those catalogs that you see in the in the uh, showroom and you pick one up to browse and you take a look at it and you say here's a beautiful black chevy cruise but i'm not interested in black and you look at the paint chips on the side and it says oh it does come in bright yellow and that's the color i wanted you know because those are the tactical marketing pieces that actually help facilitate the sale if you couldn't answer that question it's not that you may or may not make the sale but it's going to make it a whole lot more difficult to answer those technical questions answer those uh, those questions that you know most of us know that we buy from emotion and then we back up that decision to buy by using the details and the the data behind the scenes so you know, I come home with my brand new Corvette and I just pull in the driveway and my wife says, what'd you do? And says, well, honey, I gotta tell you, the, the, here's all the reasons why I bought this car. You know, it's got, it's got a resale value that holds up to 92% so we could drive it for five years and sell it and still get our money back out of it, up to 95% of that. You know, those are all, you know, things that I'm doing to, to legitimize the emotional buying decision that I made to buy a, you know, competition yellow, <laughs> you know, uh, Corvette that rolled off the factory and that that's the one that I wanted and, and all of these bells and whistles and it, it's the number one safety you know I bought this one because it's a much safer car than the than the you know BMW or whatever whatever the, the, the decision was that we made then the data is what we're using to back that up to say these are the reasons why so we made the emotional decision and now we're using the logic to back that up so those are the tactical marketing pieces. Now, we're gonna talk a lot about different tactical marketings, and, and the car industry may or may not be a good example, but there almost everything that you're doing right now, there are some you know strategic, and then there are also some tactical marketing. So let's talk about this. What about social media? Is it, you know, is it strategic or tactical? In most cases, I'm gonna tell you, it is tactical because it's getting you from point A to point B from a sales standpoint. Now, there are some social media campaigns out there that are brand awareness. You know, we're gonna put a, an ad uh, on social media and it's going to be just about the fact is that this is just a brand you ought to know. 
But most cases, there's a call to action. Hey, this is the brand you ought to know, which is great. Here's our logo, a little bit of strategic there. But the tactical is click right here for a webinar this Friday to teach you why this is the best. Right, So that takes it from the strategic to the tactical because we've got to get you into a funnel because we've got to get you into the sales cycle so that we can market to you from a tactical standpoint. So when we're doing that marketing, let's talk about the drip campaign. You know, we send out an email and, or we send out a, 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 let's just use Facebook ads, for example. We put out a Facebook ad and it says, you know, hey, we've got this great free gift. Click here and, and we'll give you this, you know, $399 value for free just because we love you and you're on Facebook. So that becomes a tactical marketing ploy. Then you get my email address and then you send me an email, you know, three, three minutes later saying, thank you for downloading the free whatever it was that I gave you that was $399 normally. By the way, for a one-time offer and one-time only right now, because you chose to download the, the digital widget that I had on there, I'm going to take another product for $399 and I'm going to let you have it for a one-time price of only $29. Thousands of people have paid you know, $399 for this, but I'm going to let you have it for $30 just because it's now you know, time to, to move on to new content and I want you to be able to enjoy the, the groundwork to get you in on the groundwork of where we've been because now once you watch that and you, and you have ingested all of that and you've moved on, I'm going to now carry you on to the new stuff and the new stuff is now you know $69 a month for the next 10 months or it's $1,000 uh, you know to download it now or it's $15,000 to join our, our, our program or whatever it happens to be. So those are all tactical marketing pieces. Those are all things that are moving you towards a sale. And I'm going to take another step towards the strategic, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this, where I may get some feedback from Twitter from a whole bunch of very professional marketing people, because I have this, this debate, this conversation with very strong believers in, in uh, marketing that have a lot of experience, and we somewhat disagree on this. And that's going to be the word trade show. So... I think, in my opinion, that a trade show should always be and never be a strategic, but should always be a tactical marketing play. Because if you're at a trade show spending tens of thousands of dollars just so that the people of your industry could walk by and get a some kind of tchotchke that you're gonna give them with, their, with your logo on it so that you're building a brand recognition, then I believe, in my own opinion, that you're probably missing the boat. Because if those people have paid a fee to and got on an airplane or got on a train or got in a car and drove to a uh, trade show, a convention center, or some meeting place because they have some interest in this industry, then there's probably a very good opportunity to actually find some customers in this cloud of people that are walking around or that have registered so having that and that this is where again we start to get into a little bit of the strategic versus the tactical who do you have 
you know, manning a, a trade show booth? Do you stock? Do you staff it with your uh, marketing people, or do you staff it with your salespeople? We have this argument all the time, and with you know professional marketers that that I have a very strong relationship with, but I somehow we disagree a lot on who are the people that should actually be in that trade show booth. I'm going to tell you my own opinion. My own opinion is is that you you do need someone from the the marketing side, but usually a very minimal staff, and then you have a few folks that are what I would consider to be neutral. They're not marketing and they're not sales. They're people there that are for lack of a better term, they're traffic cops. They're asking a pre-qualifying question that you have trained them to ask, and they're sorting through the people that come through the trade show, and they're handing them off, or they're gathering information, or they're scheduling follow-ups, or the things that are necessary. And those are people that are neutral, that don't have a, a dog in this fight, as they say. They're not they're loyal to the marketing department where they're trying to get you know clicks or names or numbers or whatever and they're not loyal to the sales department where they're actually you know trying to take that person's business card and slip it in their pocket because they don't want to somebody else to steal that lead from them and they don't want to hand that lead off to the marketing department if you make it a sales uh, driven event and sales is in charge working closely with the marketing department, then you would have a much different experience at a trade show than sometimes as a marketing-driven event and salesmen are asked to come and then you have a marketing focus with a lackluster sales focus and then you have a bean counter somewhere no offense to the cfos in the world that are saying what's my roi on actually getting customers is there a is there a roi were we trying to sell something here and if we were what did we do to prepare for that and how did we plan on getting sales at that particular trade show so you can see where i'm going with this i have come back around full circle to talk about the difference between tactical and strategic. So if you put the the emphasis on tactical, then the marketing department should be going to the sales department. Wow, I'm going to get all kinds of, I know I'm going to just get all kinds of direct messages from this, and I apologize in advance to all of you professional marketers out there that are now thinking that I'm undermining you, but I'm really looking out for the whole as an organism rather than the specifics of the marketing or sales department. But if you really are looking to build a tactical marketing group and a tactical marketing marketing campaign, then the people that you're interviewing and the people you should have asking, the the, the people you should be asking the questions of should be the sales team. You know, Scott, what do you need? What would help you sell 50% more than what you're selling now? What would help you sell 10%, 5% more? What are the three things that you can put your finger on that that if we helped you from the marketing department, you could actually get more sales? Those become the tactical things that you are working on in the marketing department. You know, hats don't sell products unless you're selling hats. <laughs> you know, we used to give away hats, you know, and golf balls. And, and, and again, and I'm not, this is not a, 
I have to be very careful here because I have a lot of friends that listen to this this podcast, and there are a lot of people out there in the marketing world, and I have nothing against giving away golf balls, but I have never sold anybody anything, especially if you're in the car business and you're selling a 60, 80, 90, $100,000 piece of equipment or car or a, a service or whatever that contract is, very, 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 very few, like never have I ever sold one of those $100,000 contracts because I gave the guy three a sleeve of golf balls with three golf balls for the golf course. That's that's not a tactical marketing. That is sort of a, you got to have that to just, you know, it's a gift that you give to the customer. That becomes a branding awareness. That becomes part of the strategic marketing side, which is all great. And it's fantastic to do that. The same with hats and t-shirts and jackets and all those things that go along with that. That's Those are all part of the branding strategy, which is fantastic. But the tactical you know, I, I can see where testimonials, references, white papers, case studies, things that answer questions and alleviate fears. What is the number one thing, Scott, that is keeping you from closing 50% more sales? You know, we need to have uh, video testimonials so that my customers feel more comfortable buying from us because there's questions in the marketplace swirling around out there that you know we may be insolvent or that we laid off 1500 people last month and are we still going to be here in 20 years for to honor our warranty those are all tactical marketing pieces that help remove some of the obstacles now it's still up to the salesperson to manage the expectation to manage the sales process and to bring them into the fold and get a contract signed that's not what i'm saying i'm not talking about crutches i'll use the example here here's one i had this conversation within the last week somebody said well you know, uh, one of the sales guys uh, that was making some comment, and he says, well, I ran out of business cards, so I need to get some ordered. Um, I'm, I'm kind of holding off on going to that sales, you know, to those sales calls until I get my until I get my business cards. And I just lost my mind. I said, so really, you, you consider yourself a professional salesperson, and you can't overcome the fact is that you don't have a business card to be able to pass on the information. How about lead with, hey, guys, I ran out of business cards. I'm really sorry. Can we do can we do a quick right now can we do a quick roll call with email and I'll send you all my contact information right now I already have it or for God's sakes print it out on a piece of paper if you have to and hand it out as a part of a slide deck to say my contact information's on the back there please add me to your phone or into your CRM or whatever you know that that's not a crutch you can't use those tactical marketing pieces as a crutch but it does help the sales process. If you have a business card, it alleviates that awkward trying to con, you know, trying to exchange contact information and sending emails. And I'm sorry, how did you spell that? You know, and all those other things. Because, and it also helps then with you know, mem- uh, remembering people's name during a meeting because you have that little semicircle out in front of you with all the business cards around the table in the same positions in front of you, so you can look down and go, oh, that's Joe. Hey, Joe. Uh, that was a great comment. Thanks for that. You know, those types of things are all tactical marketing pieces. My data sheets, my case studies, my testimonials, the video pieces that I have, maybe some on-site videos that actually answer some questions, maybe the, the video for customer service. 
believe it or not, this is one of the craziest things in the world. We talk about this all the time in our sales meetings. Sales sells the first one, but service sells the second. And why do I know that? If you go out to a customer and the customer's perception is, is that you've been blowing a lot of fuses or there's a problem with blowing fuses on your particular piece of equipment, how about marketing put me together a three minute how do i replace the fuse video put it on a thumb drive and i'll drop it in a bag with 25 free fuses and i walk in and hand it on hand it right there to the facility maintenance guy here's 25 fuses and here's the instructions on how to do it on a thumb drive plus there's all the links to our our youtube channel that gives you all the videos that you need for customer service acknowledging it right when we walk in the door and it's all handled now all of a sudden Sudden, that's off the table and that obstacle's gone. So now let's talk about how we're going to get over this next hurdle and let's get on to the 2019 model that is not blowing fuses. Okay, great, fantastic. Where do we go from here? I just got over a hurdle that could have cost us a sale but I did it with a tactical marketing ploy. So I hope this episode has given you something to think about. I hope that you will now not beat me up too horrible <laughs> on Twitter, but you can reach me on Twitter at saleswithsully. Of course, you can always reach me at inspirednewsradio.com anytime. There's a form there. You fill it out. You send it in. The folks over at INR are fantastic. They'll get any of those comments or questions to me. We'll add them right into next week's show. We'll answer any questions and every once in a while we do an entire show of 30 minutes of just answering your questions and doing everything that we can we try to answer all of your questions directly on twitter as well as incorporate them into our shows so i really appreciate that feedback keep that coming i really that just that makes so much more enjoyable to do this every week and to make sure that i'm passing on the right information because i love it when you ask for you know something specific and i can can actually find an answer for you if I don't have it, or I can actually give you some of my own personal experience from my 30 years of being in professional sales and marketing. Every week we do this right here on Inspired News Radio. Thank you for being a loyal listener. We are now in part four, coming up next week, part five. We're on a six-part series to get through all of those, and the series is Now That You Know. We broke down Earlier on, we broke down the sales cycle, and now we're digging deep into each section. So stay tuned for every single week. For the next two weeks, we're going to finish up this series. But every week right here on Inspired News Radio, we answer your questions that you pose to us on, on Twitter, at Sales with Sully. So until next time, thank you for listening, and get out there and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.